What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. Oh, that got me pumped up, Mr. Producer. That's a good intro uh, that Marty put together. I am Paul Jameson, your host, Mr. Producer, Marty, on the other side of that takeout window. And uh, on the Green Industry Podcast, we chat about how to take our landscaping and lawn care businesses to the next level. On the show today, we're going to interview Roger Villalobo from San Antonio, Texas. And Roger's going to share his story with us. He was working at Costco for 14 years. And then he had a part-time lawn care company going on. And when COVID-19 hit, he came to the realization that this is the time to take the jump, the leap, and to go full-time in the lawn care and landscaping. And so it's been a lot of fun. Brian's been coaching him. I've been coaching him. And uh, he's really had a lot of success throughout the summer and, and going into autumn here. He's just crushing it. And so we want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, Ratmate. Echo Power Equipment and the Hardscape Academy. We're going to hear more about the Hardscape Academy, Echo, and Rapmate later on in the show. And as always, friends, we encourage you to support our sponsors. They make this program possible, and uh, we definitely want to support them and express our gratitude to our show sponsors. Well, without further ado, friends, let's enjoy our conversation with Roger from San Antonio, Texas. Well, we're excited to hear your story today, Roger, because you were working at Costco, which does have a good hourly paying job, and now you're absolutely crushing it uh, with your landscaping business. So tell us the story. Um, so yeah, I worked for Costco for about 14 years, and I totally loved it. I loved that I was able to go to different departments and stuff like that, learn something new. As of late, I was a forklift driver for about six years, and uh, Costco's an amazing company. They got amazing culture. Mm-hmm. Um, they pay really well, they bonus, they treat their employees really well. But I just always knew that it wasn't going to be my end game. For some some reason, I just wanted something more. Mm. And um, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. My grandmother actually owned a big bar down here in San Antonio for like 25 years on the uh, near the Riverwalk. My father was an entrepreneur. My grandparents, some of them were entrepreneurs, and it just I guess that bug was just always in me. Um, I would be at Costco and dreaming about cutting grass, listening to podcasts. And I started transitioning out last year. I went part-time. And then when COVID happened, I just kind of decided, well, I'm going to try and shoot for the stars and see what happens. And here I am. And we just uh, did a one-on-one coaching call. And you're telling me you're booked for what? Five weeks? Six weeks? I'm booked for six to eight weeks already. Wow. And this is getting towards the tail end of the season, but how did you go from, you know, being on the forklift to having this crazy high demand? It's kind of like how Brian says, you have to slow down to speed up. And there was a lot of problems in my business model. I wasn't charging enough. I wasn't branding. I was just kind of a guy in a truck. Chuck in the truck. And yeah, exactly. It was me and a Chevy Equinox and a lawnmower for a couple of years. Finally got a 93 Chevy last year, and that's how I started the company. And then this year I got a 
at the end of last year, I got a 2014 Chevy and just started snowballing from there. Just really making sure that I could honestly kind of instill some of that stuff that I learned from Costco of, you know, putting the customer first and really taking care of them. And then being an entrepreneur, once you start developing that relationship and taking care of each customer like it's your own personal lawn, um, you're able to charge more and people are happy to pay it because you're taking all that stress off of them. And then they have an amazing outdoor landscape or lawn to entertain with. And Texas, it's all about being outside. Yeah, absolutely. So 14 years at Costco, what did you learn as you kind of went through the ranks there about culture? As far as culture, their number one thing is all member service. They call all their customers members because you have to have a membership. Mm-hmm. So it's all about treating the member for, treating the member as best as you can, listening to their problems and concerns, um, making sure that you kind of, you know, give them that eye contact, smile, talk very professional, mm-hmm. and just make sure that you're hearing them. And once someone feels you're, they're being heard, typically any situation will just kind of de-escalate from there. That way you can retain that customer. And it just transferred into my business, you know, you have to, as the boss and payroll and HR, you have a lot of fires to put out and you have to be able to take those professionally and in stride and being a forklift driver as well, you know, you have to do several things in a small five hour window and it kind of prepares you for very stressful and high performing situations. And then that just transferred into my business. How have you handled going from the steady Yeti paycheck that, you know, Costco is this huge company. And when it comes to be payday, you're going to get the exact amount that, you know, you, you know, you earned from your hours to, you don't know what's going to happen. You got to go out and, and make it happen. How has that transition been for you? Has it, has that pressure helped you? Has it been intimidating? Is it, what's been your, um, honestly, it, it really helped me. Um, I've always been the kind of person where when the pressure is on or when I'm being challenged, it really makes me step up to the plate. And I feel like Costco towards the tail end was like I was having training wheels on basically with my business. Mm. So the first year, you know, kind of similar to your story, you had your, your steady income and you were paying yourself through that. I was doing the same thing, you know, not charging enough in my business because I was collecting a check from Costco. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to go get, you know, good profit to support myself and my family. When I kind of decided, okay, well, I'm going to do it for myself and see what happens. It really just kind of opened the cage for me. And I was able to get out there and get that train rolling. And I don't have a choice anymore. I need to make this happen for myself and my family. And it really just lit a fire under me that there's no going back. I'm so passionate now about what I do and love what I do. And my kids love what I do. And they support me a hundred percent, you know, in our spare time, we watch YouTube videos of Brian and Stan and Spence and they, they're involved in the culture of my company too. And that's what I try and tell my employees that I hire, you know, this is a, a family based company, family comes first and this business is to provide for our family. So that's what the kind of culture I'm trying to instill. That's awesome. And you, you shared with me kind of a, a, a vision to, you know, have a ranch one day, maybe a hundred acres or something awesome like that. And if, if you're in the hourly job, I mean, it's possible to do that over time, but if you get out there and crush it with these landscape enhancements that you've been lining up and, and banging out, I mean, th- that can just expedite that dream so much faster. Cause you're making, like Brian said, fives and tens, fives and tens, you know, he said that back on one of my podcasts. Cause he, he's like, I made a 
gob of a gob. And I said that the other day. I was like, man, I'm starting to talk like Brian. And then I he called <laughs> he called someone a joker on his show. I was like, oh man, he said he's still my life. I've been calling people jokers too. Oh man. Well, uh, Naylor Taliaferro calls me the other day and, and he's like, Hey, what's up my guy? And I said, when, I said, Naylor, when'd you start saying that? He's like, ah, I just started. <laughs> and so people, when you have a podcast, man, people take your lines. Uh, take yeah. Your- I mean, it's in our year all the time. <laughs> These jokers, man. Marty, I heard Marty say that on Brian's show. How about how good of a job has Marty been doing for Brian though? We were talking about that off here. You like his jokes, yeah. huh? Marty's hilarious. He's like the, the comic relief for the show. You know, sometimes Brian gets that cheesy laugh, but then Marty comes in with his commercial jokes and they're hilarious. Yeah, I, I, I kid with Brian. I was being serious, but I was like, I just like, I'll be listening. And then Brian's, we, we got to teach uh, Brian some segues, but he's always like, I'm going to get a sip of water. That's his main go-to segue. He's always like, yeah. all right, I'm going to get a sip of water, guys. And I kick it over to Mr. Producer. So I got to think up some clever, because I worked in radio for four and a half years. And so we would uh, sit before the general manager and he would try train you like how to segue it's called a segue when you're going to transition from one part of the show to another so brian goes from his main opening dialogue to passing it over to mr producer he always says the same thing he's going to get a sip of water so we got to marty had me dying laughing when uh he had that english woman saying brian so hot man i was cracking up that was hilarious well the lady tried to say fullerton and she she left the t out and said fuller on and then when he (laughs) saw the picture of him she's like man he's hot in that accent. <laughs> hey, back to cash flow. Um, we were talking at you know the beginning of the season. You started dabbling into some bigger jobs, but you were you were fronting the money. And then as you're yep. starting to listen to our podcast, you realize you know I think Caleb Allman and myself we do the third 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 plan. So let's say it's a ten thousand dollar job. We'll tell Sweet Sue, hey, it's three thousand three hundred thirty three dollar deposit. That'll get you on our schedule. And then we collect the other $3,333 the day that we show up to get started on the job. And then the final, you know, payment, you know, $3,334, whatever the final payment is the day that we finish the job. And I use Jobber, so I just charge their cards on file. So anyway, you successfully made that transition from just figuring out you're going to pay the whole thing until they pay you at the end, which is not the way to do it. To, to getting yeah. onto this program. So tell us that transition and it has, it has it been difficult or has it been easier than you thought? It's definitely easier than I thought. But the biggest thing, and it's like what Brian had told me is you, you have to face fear and you have to be confident. You know, if they smell that you're scared or that you're nervous, then they're definitely not going to feel confident in you to give them, to give you money for nothing. Essentially, you're not giving them anything yet and they're giving you money. And so when you're confident and you tell them, look, this is the price. I need a deposit to get you on the schedule. And I also feel like it helps a lot for scheduling because then if they don't have a deposit, then they may be more inclined to, oh, let's just push it back a week or, oh, let's wait till next month. But if it's like, look, I, you already paid for your spot. And if you move your schedule, I can move it, but I can't get to you for, if you move this appointment coming up in two weeks, I'm not going to be able to get to you for six weeks because I have to respect my other clients that have put deposits on for their date. So it really just helps to help with that cash flow, help that you're not fronting anything and just helps to make sure you get all your bills paid on time so that you can have a profitable and successful company. Yeah, absolutely. And you got Gulf Coast bookkeeping, man. You're following, you're, you're following the plan, man. You got on with them. So you're, you're uh, getting that Copy in order. Paste. And honestly, I've been buying coaching calls with you and Brian and I buy them in bulk 
Brian, I always buy three at a time. And with you, I always buy one or two at a time because I'm committed and this is what I'm doing. So I just make that investment knowing I'm going to use that call. It's not a, it's not an if, it's just a when. How has that mentorship uh, helped you? Um, it's just changed my life. Um, so when I started really getting into YouTube at the beginning of the year, which was about February, I started watching Sean Spencer's videos and I loved them because he was like real family, him and TQ real family oriented. They got their two little kids. So my, my little kids could kind of relate and they're like, Oh yeah, they're cutting grass. And, uh, then I just, it started snowballing and then, you know, Brian popped up. I started watching Brian and then he had a coaching call. I bought his whole ball of wax. Um, I bought your coaching call. I bought your rate increase letter. I bought Brian's commercial contract and I've just been buying everything y'all been selling. I even have a coaching call. I haven't even had a chance to use yet with Caleb. Oh, wow. And I'm excited to get to use that because I know I'm going to use that for my business. It's not. And now that I'm charging accordingly, I have that money to make investments in myself and so that I can be the leader of my company and learn and educate myself so then I can then pass it along along to my employees. Um, so just all these things have changed my life dramatically and into my personal life, just giving me the, the strength and courage to move on and do the things I need to do for my family and my children so that we can have a prosperous and successful life. And like I told you earlier on our coaching call, like you and Brian have brought me so much closer to the Lord. And that's what's really important. And not only that, but for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm finally walking in the purpose that the Lord has for me. Paul returns with more of today's interview right after this word from our sponsors. Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents A Lesson in Power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo backpack blower, 234 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. Here at the Green Industry Podcast, we identify and share the best opportunities to help lawn care and landscape professionals maximize their business results, and RapMate is no exception to that mission. They're a nationwide platform that helps lawn care companies get wraps and graphics on their work vehicles. They've got a world-class design team and a network of top-certified local pros who install vehicle wraps no matter where you live. If you've been thinking about wrapping your company vehicles or even just getting a couple of logos for your work truck, visit RapMate.com slash Green Industry. That's wrapmate.com slash green industry, and they will streamline the process for you from start to finish. And the link is in today's show notes. Wow. Explain that a little more. So I grew up in Christian school my whole life, and, you know, I've always been a believer. But to be honest, you know, I'm 33 years old, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm working at Costco. I'm like, but I'm not happy. You know, I'm happy that I'm able to provide for my family and, and a hundred percent without Costco, I wouldn't be here because I would take those bonuses they would give us and buy a truck, buy a piece of equipment. And then once I finally was like, you know, I really love lawn care. Um, my dad who passed away when I was a child, he actually had his own small little lawn business. And so that seed was kind of in me. And then I was like, well, I'm going to kind of see what I can do. And then I've just really been giving it to the Lord. I'm like, okay, Lord. 
this is the way you're pushing me. I'm going to go for it. Help provide for me. And, you know, there's been times I'm like, man, I don't have anything on the books for like two weeks. What am I going to do? And then the next day or two, boom, I book a big job. Mm. And it's really just opened my eyes to when you're finally, you know, God's definitely closed a lot of doors in my life, which I understand why now. But now that I feel like I'm walking in my purpose and my destiny, he's just opening door after door after door after door. It's like, man, I don't even have to stop walking. I can just keep walking because every single door I need open, opens. Yeah. And I think you said something earlier, like you were made for more and sitting in that forklift, you're like, it's almost like you felt like you're trapped. You know, you're, you're in there and you're like, there's something on the inside of you that's like, God has a bigger plan for me. He has a different plan for me. There's something that you haven't activated or stepped into. And now as you're stepping into it, and I can even see it as we're, you know, on a Zoom call and just the the radiance off your uh face and you know you message me like, i can't wait till we talk like there's a there's a buoyancy and there's an excitement uh about life and when you have when you have that you know you're getting close when you're excited to wake up in the morning you're excited to go to work you're um there's this delicacy with you care about the culture of your company just like costco you know they they protect that um environment and, and, and you know i'm a I, i'm a member I, I go there they do a great job the when i my experience there's always you know very positive but you have that for your company you're like i want to make this company a good place to work you know what i'm saying and it's 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 refreshing dude yeah exactly i want my company to be somewhere where people love to come to work and i i try and tell that to my employees you know we're gonna work hard and down here in texas man sometimes it's 105 it's hot, but you know what? We're a team and we're going to get it done together. And I need you and you need me and we need each other. And, um, you know, I kind of got that too from football down here in Texas, you know, football's big and you have to learn those through those tumultuous times is what builds that, that teamwork, that camaraderie. And for me, that's how I feel about my team. I need you. You need me just the same. Um, I just always try and tell my employees, you know, um, I'm just a man. I'm not, I'm not better than you. I'm not, you're not better than me. And that's how I try and tell them, you know, I, I'm a very, I'll give you the shirt off my back kind of person. And that's what I try and instill in my employees. And that's good. And what would you say about raising your prices? Because we've, you know, talked about that and you've gained a lot of confidence and, and you were saying something earlier, how the customer is like, oh man, well, that's a lot more than everyone else been charging. And you said, well, that's because we do A plus work. We're going to do a really good job. And that's what the price, like you, you were talking to me with this confidence. I was like, yeah, he got it. Like I can tell when someone got it and someone don't got it. You got it. Like you figured it out. You, you, you know, your worth and you're able yeah, to, cause I mean, to be totally honest, I believe me and you had our first coaching call in around March mm-hmm. and I told you what I did for a side job. And I mean, full disclosure, it's, in, it was embarrassing when we crunched the numbers and I'm like, man, that was like the 20% profit. Like that's not good. I worked two days for that. And, uh, now I'm able to go to work for myself and I'm happy to go because I'm getting paid my worth. I'm able to pay my employees well, their worth. And I tell every customer, we're going to come out here and I'm going to treat this lawn or this project like it's my own. We're not going to take any shortcuts. We're going to do it the proper way. And I have done a lot of studying on my own of how to plant something, how to do it correctly, because, you know, there's a lot of misinterpretation or guys that don't charge enough so they want to cut corners um, just to save that that money that they're losing. And now I'm able to charge accordingly. And it just, it makes everything in my life better. 
because now I have the freedom to spend more time with my kids. I have the freedom to bring on more employees so that I can spend more time with my kids and focus on steering the ship, not just doing the work. Now I'm able to try and work like we talked about earlier, casting that vision for my business and my life versus just being stuck to the grindstone and working, working, working. Yeah, that's so good. In regards to equipment, you mentioned in the early days, taking a bonus from Costco and reinvesting that into getting the company off the ground. How have you grown to, as I, for those who listened to the show earlier in the week, I talked about one of the foundations of your business is the equipment. You you need reliable equipment. So what has kind of been your accusation of getting equipment and reinvesting into making making sure you yeah. got the tools in your belt. Yeah. I mean, I definitely had that vision from the get go. Um, Cause when we started, I took on my first year, you know, I really got a little bit lucky, you know, and I got two um, larger properties. There are two acres each, and we would be three or four guys push mowing and I would weed eat the whole property by myself or I would help push mow. So we were doing two acre properties with little 21 inch Honda. And that, and that just, I've always had that work ethic, but I wasn't working smart. So last year, towards the tail end of the year, I was finally able to pick up a commercial zero turn. I got a John Deere. Um, I like it. Oh, but and the only reason I got it was because I didn't have the best credit and that's who would finance. So I got a 54 inch John Deere and that really helped with the larger properties. And then at the end of last year, I picked up a 36 inch John Deere stand on and that one changed my business for the residentials because we can, me and one person can knock out a residential lawn in 10 to 15 minutes. And it's kind of like Naylor says, you know, route density and Brian says route density. And I'm just really trying to hone in on that route density. And then small handheld stuff. We run all echo equipment, got two PB 8010 blowers. Um, we run the 2620 T trimmers, got a few hedge clippers, um, some chainsaws. And then I have a utility high side trailer, 16 foot. And then this year I was also able to add a gooseneck dump trailer. What a story, dude. What would you say to the guy that's in his forklift or maybe not specifically working at Costco in a forklift, but he's, he's in that job that he's thankful for. He's glad that it's, you know, providing, but he's got that itch that you, you, I think you said earlier in the episode, you said I had the itch and there's that, yeah. there's that tug like, man, it, I, I, I can't do this another year or two or three. I, I, I got to get out there and, and, and use my hands, use my brain and, and, and make, make something happen. Start my own deal. What would you say to that guy? Um, I would say to him what I tell my employees, you can, you can teach um, skills, but you can't teach hustle. So if you have that hustle in you where you're always going above and beyond for another employer, then 100% do it for yourself because if you have that in you where you're going to go and do whatever you have to do to make sure your company stays afloat, which is where I was at, then eventually you just have to bet on yourself and believe in yourself that you can do it and you can be successful because if you're willing to put the work in, there's guys like Brian, um, Keith, Paul, Caleb, Spencer, you know, Stanley, all these guys, this community that have just changed my life. And if you literally do what I did, copy and paste what they're telling you, I mean, the sky's the limit. The sky is the limit. Yeah, there's a blueprint that uh, is laid out from, you know, everyone you just named that we've all built businesses and figured it out. But that that secret sauce is the hustle. It's the hard work. It's the grind. There's zero chance you'll make it in lawn care landscaping if you if you're not a hard worker. 
But if you are, yeah, because when I started, I was working 4 a.m. at Costco to 1 p.m. And then I was cutting grass from 1.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah. And it's tough, man. I was doing radio from midnight to 6 a.m. Going home, yeah. getting a nap, if you that's what you want to call it, and then going and working or going and working and then going home and sleeping. And it's... uh those days weren't fun, man, but it's, it's rewarding Roger to, to work, have your own business and to work hard. Your customer's happy. You're paid. I mean, it's just, I, I love it, man. I, I, I couldn't go back. I couldn't, I couldn't go yeah. back. And if anyone ever has any questions, um, totally just reach out to me on Instagram, Lobo lawn and tree care. And I know I'm just going to tell you exactly what Paul or Brian's going to tell you. Um, but I feel, feel a little intimidated by them these big guys just reach out to me i'm only here to help and that's what i, I want to have a servant's heart that's what god's put in for me so i only want to help anybody out there that needs help have any questions just reach out and i'm there for you awesome well we appreciate you uh sharing your story and we'll definitely you know hope to get you on the show maybe in person we're uh one one tour at a time man our next tour is to the midwest and uh, we're going to arkansas missouri Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin. And then uh, I think we're we're talking a little Florida tour for the winter, but uh, we definitely got Texas on the list. Uh, that's going to be one of the, the future tours. Um, you know, def- definitely uh, planning on coming to Texas. So when we do, I'll put, uh, I'll try not to embarrass you like Marty. Marty wears a fanny pack, man. Him and Martha, you don't, you don't want to go on vacation with them, man. You'll be embarrassed, but I'll, I'll try not to be too much of a tourist. Uh, but I'll be out there with my cameraman. Maybe you can show me around town. Little San Antonio. Oh, we could do sure. a, do an in-person interview and you can give us, uh, you can give us the update. hundred percent, man. You'll be my guest. We have the, we now have the funds to take care of you and host. So just come on down. What's some good eats around there, man. Some good food. I heard you guys got, what are you known for? Oh man, we got awesome Mexican food, awesome barbecue. And I mean, San Antonio is kind of a melting pot, so we have everything, but we'll definitely hit up some Mexican food, some great barbecue places, or I may even host you personally. We, we don't mess around with barbecue down here in Texas. We barbecue. Cool, man. Well, I look forward to that. My brother lives in Austin, so that, that's not too far from where y'all are. Pretty close, right? Oh, no. Austin's only an hour away. There you go. Cool, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for your time and uh, keep keep hustling, man. Keep grinding and keep working to that goal. One of these days you can buy that 100 acres, get the ranch, have the kids out there playing, man, and, and uh, thank the Lord for uh, turning things around. 100%. All right, friends. Well, we appreciate Roger sharing his story with us. And as he continues to transform his life and grow his business, we'll hopefully have him on as a guest again. And uh, when I go to Texas, definitely want to check out San Antonio and uh, hang out with Roger down there, get some of that barbecue. These road tours have just been so much fun, friends. And uh, right now we're just focused on our fall road tour coming up here to Arkansas, Missouri, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota. It's going to be a lot of fun hanging out with Naylor and uh, going on that trip trip. So one trip at a time, Marty, you know, we are looking at Florida for next winter and then eventually Texas. And we got, you know, folks want us to come out to California and go up to New York, you know, that area and just, oh man, we're, 
we're having a blast uh, making these shows for you guys. So make sure you subscribe to the Green Industry Podcast. And uh, real quick note about that one-on-one business coaching. It's only available for a couple more weeks because once I go on tour, we're going to um, have it closed. So if you want to do a one-on-one business coaching call with me, dive into the details of your business. I'd love to help your business. But uh, just because the travel schedule, I won't be able to offer those calls when I'm on the road. So you got a couple week window here if you want to squeeze in a quick call before we head on the fall road tour. Again, thanks to today's show sponsors. And guys, make sure you support the sponsors that bring you the Green Industry Podcast. It means so much to us to be able to bring this program to you, and uh, it helps out when you support our sponsors. So thanks again to today's show sponsor, the Hardscape Academy. If you're looking for resources on how to build a hardscaping company, check out the resources available at thehardscapeacademy.com. Thank you to Echo. You guys, I personally use the PB8010 and uh, Roger down in San Antonio, he uses the PB8010. Highly recommend the blower that Echo has available as well as their other all-star lineup of power equipment. And uh, the link to Echo's website is in today's show notes. And of course, if you have a local dealer, you can stop by your local dealer, pick up your Echo equipment. And uh, thanks to our friends over there, Ratmate. If you want to do marketing with your vehicle, you can click on the link. Ratmate will give you a quote what it would cost to get your vehicle wrapped. And uh, so they're kind of like the Uber of wraps in our industry. You just type in your information and uh, they'll pair you up with a nearby uh, place where it can you know, actually get the graphic put on your truck and uh, they'll let you know the price right away. So just give them your information. So, And uh, check the show notes for all those links, the links to my one-on-one business coaching and the ever popular rate increase letter, man. The testimonies we're getting from this thing is it's telling me two stories. One, it's telling me that the letter works because all these folks are emailing it out and then it's working. The prices are increasing and they're like, man, Paul, why didn't you tell me about this last year? I'm like, I'm sorry, man. And uh, so it's working. And number two, it's telling me that the, the prices are too low on the front end. Like, it's cool that we're raising our prices, but let's make sure we're quoting them accurately as well. So when you go out to get a quote, really know your numbers, make sure you're not selling yourself short, but price your uh job so it's profitable and that you have the right price coming right out of the gate. So I'm glad everyone that's getting that rate increase letter and then it's helping out. And as you go to bid the jobs this week, make sure we don't sell ourselves short, but uh, we charge what we're worth. What do they say, Marty? (laughs) No. Marty said, cut that grass and make that cash. You're supposed to say, know your worth. That's what I was setting up. Oh, man, we're getting tired around here, folks. We either need coffee or sleep. We've been on a marathon, man. Marty's working for Brian, making all those awesome podcasts for the Fullerton Unfiltered uh, podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to that show. And uh, we're having a lot of fun, man. But I think we're, I think it's about time to to call it a show. There you go. <laughs> turn, that, turn that mic off, Marty. Thank you guys for listening. Check today's show notes. Mr. Producer here with some exciting news. One-on-one coaching with Green Industry Podcast host Paul Jamison is now available. Are you wanting to experience breakthrough in your life or business? Paul is offering one-hour coaching sessions to help you fine-tune your business. Join Paul as together you will work on a plan to activate your destiny with setting and accomplishing specific goals. Whether you're trying to create better margin in your schedule or increase profitability and efficiency in your business, Paul would love to help you. Visit GreenIndustryPodcast.com to sign up for a one-hour coaching session with Paul. Again, that's GreenIndustryPodcast.com, and that link will be in today's show notes.